there is a bone in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bone in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. Sometimes I feel discouraged and think my work's in As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food, day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I will go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God, with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands His steadfast love, and at night His song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. Psalm 42 in the ESV. Well, hello and welcome to another fantastic Balm and Gilead podcast. I'm here with my very good friends, Brian and Justin. Say hello, hello. Brian and Justin. Hello, Brian and Justin. Hello, what's up? That's right. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know about you. I was singing along in my head to... Um, the songs, uh, the the psalm today uh, from Mount Mazar. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I lost my place now, but anyway, the corner room, their their version of Psalm forty two. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, lots of great music comes out of that. We'll we'll get into that in a little bit though. But for now, let's go to some follow up. All right. So here is the interesting part about this follow up. So the last time that the three of us recorded together was before we released the Cody Curtis interview. So we, we recorded the, uh, the interview with, um, with Henry Hafner three days before we released the Cody Curtis interview. And so two weeks later, we released Henry Hafner. Three weeks after that, Grant and I recorded together. And this is three weeks after. So we are eight weeks into uh, to having not recorded with the three of us. So uh, has anything interesting happened to either of you in those eight weeks? 
pretty boring on my end, honestly. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I had a baby, <laughs> baby girl <laughs> who I can hear crying. Yeah, I hear her crying in the background right now. That's so all right. That's hopefully. Just like the Presbyterian <laughs> Church, we love the sound of uh, infants and uh, children, small <laughs> children in the service. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually attending a Presbyterian oh. church again, so there's that. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Had that. And, um, of course, you guys made fun of my COVID last time, yes, too. So. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Are you okay? I mean, you don't still have, like, cause like it is a serious thing. I mean, we joke because we love, but, um, uh, you (laughs) know, I know people who still don't have their sense of taste or smell, uh, back and it's been months since they've had it. It's just, um, I know Mm -hmm. it's really doing a number on a lot of people out there. And, um, so you, you, you and your wife doing all right. Yeah, it it was a rough few days, and like like I said, my heart goes out to those who have had it way worse than I did. I did lose my smell for a couple of days, which actually helped in the diaper changing process. <laughs> uh, it made that a lot better. I bet. <laughs> yeah, but it came back for sure. Uh, well. And uh, my wife's she's still uh, missing most of her taste and smell, mm. so hopefully it'll come on back. But we're blessed to get through it pretty well. Good. Good. I'm glad you all are feeling better. And um, I can only imagine trying to take care of a brand newborn while dealing with COVID must have been really yeah. rough. That was the hardest part. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, great to have you on the other side of all that. And uh, welcome back. Great to see yeah, you again. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. all Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> as I mentioned, I'm, uh, my family is we're, we're back at the, the OPC church that we visited. Sweet. And, uh, and I think we're going to join it. Um, it's interesting. Right. We had visited a, a Reformed Baptist church for a little bit. And uh, no offense to my good friend Justin, but uh, we, it, it honestly, it came down to baptism. Uh, the pastors said that we were welcome to join. They were excited to possibly have us. They were very, very nice. The, and honestly, the sermons were great. Uh, everything was, was really good about the church. But they, awesome. uh, they quoted mm-hmm. John Piper and saying that they would consider infant baptism to, to be illegitimate and misguided, and they would basically treat our kids. They had an illegitimate baptism their whole time there. And ultimately, we, uh, we feel like we need to be at a church where the pastor is going to support them in their baptism, not always think of them baptism. So, as I said, no offense to my, sure. my good friend, Justin. Uh, also, I grew up Baptist, uh, but I think ultimately for us, this experience really uh, like sealed and locked in our, our views topic. And yeah, hopefully, I'm just glad that the church is consistent. Oh, yes. go ahead. I'm Who's sorry, I didn't interrupt. Hopefully, in, in the future, uh, I'll do a full episode on, on that topic, and it should be fun. Yeah. But not in a debate. Yeah, for sure. Not in a debate. Not in a rebuttal quested sort of way. I used a bad word in mm-hmm. the text message. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> mm, goodness. Don't use bad words. Yeah. Full rebuttal. <laughs> rebuttal was the word. Excellent. So, Excellent. Yeah. Rebattle. Got it. Rebattle. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think that does, that, that about does it for follow up. Yeah. Last week was a full week, more or less on follow up. Um, so I don't have any follow up from last week. 
So uh, let's get into a uh, a staple of this podcast that I said we were going to do this in every episode, and I don't think we've done it since. Uh, and what <laughs> are we listening to? Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, this is honestly one of my favorites. Um, I don't know if it's just because I like you know, flying the flag for whatever bands I happen to be hot on at the moment. But, um, uh, you know, for me anyway, I've been listening to that new Newsboys song, Clean. Have you guys heard this one yet? I have seen it on my podcast radar and I, or my uh, listening radar and I have not. Okay. Well, yeah, not yet. I mean, they honestly, it hasn't gotten a ton of plays on Spotify. But I've really been liking it. It's a very like I don't know. It has a really clean sound to it. <laughs> oh wow! So a lot of prosody, <laughs> a lot of prosody going on. Um, I do miss you know the the old school newsboys with the very clever lyrics. Uh, these you know just as they've aged or you know and new members have come and gone you know and and whatnot. Uh, it, it's kind of leveled to more of a. CCM level of, of cleverness and lyrics, but you know, it's still really good. Um, and I really have been liking that according to last.fm, my top artist is crown and covenant. So the Psalms, uh, which is good. I mean, technically over the last like 30 days, my son listened to C418. Do you know they are, who they are? They did the music for Minecraft um. and he listened to that one album on repeat and it screwed all my numbers up. So <laughs> technically that was the most listened to, but it wasn't me listening to it. It was my son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my, my, my wife has uh, started using Spotify for a homeschool. So we have a lot of catechism uh-huh. and hymns and stuff like that that have awesome. creeping into my high play count. But it's, it makes my release That's- rate are interesting. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should say that I still have the Suzuki songs uh, in book one, um, continuing to top the charts as well. But again, the ones that I've been listening to for myself are uh, Crown and Covenant, but uh, I listen to a lot of different things. I've been listening to some Adam Young uh, this past week, his album Titanic. If you haven't seen it or listened to it, check it out. Um, it's from 2016 where he um, released like, I don't know, like an album every other week or something like that. It was insane. I think and I remember that. he did all this music. Yeah. Yeah. And he did like these imagined soundtracks to these, uh, to historic um, occurrences, you know, or historic events. And so I, I find it interesting. I kind of, kind of like that. And um, it, it's 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 fun to listen to it. It's kind of fun in like that solos album sort of way mm-hmm. too, where you can kind of like imagine the event and then watch how he crafts the music to fit whatever is the the point in that event that he's trying to capture. Uh, so I very much enjoy him, and you probably will too. Uh, then I've been listening to a jazz composer, Ola W. Jansen. Uh, I believe he's out of. Uh, what the, the one of the Nordic countries, um, but anyway, his album "All the Things You Are," fantastic album, um, and and it's not just saying that because there's a beautiful black and white photo on the cover. Uh, it really is cool. You ought to check it out. Uh, but uh, all the things you are, so good album there. Uh, then I've also taken a, a, a 
you know, taking a look back at some of the old school stuff that I have listened to back in the past and uh, listen to Leland's Opposite Way album. Um, do y'all remember that one at all? I, I, I had his first album. Okay. The, the Sound of Melodies or something like that. Okay. But the, or is, is Opposite Way, is, is that... Yeah, I don't know if I did. I, maybe I heard a song back Is that in one the day. a pre-Bethel album? Yes, I believe so. It came out in like... I don't know, 2008 or so. Um, mm-hmm. I can I can check. I have it open. Yeah, I may have went the opposite way from that album. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sound of Melodies uh, came out in 2006. Yeah. And I was listening to... Oh, man, I got to scroll back. Uh, opposite Way, yeah, 2008 is when it looks like uh, that one came out. So yeah, I think that might've been pre-Bethel, which is a good thing. Um, <laughs> so uh, that, that's something though that I've been really inside, I really uh, getting into. And then another one is Matthew David Montgomery. I think, I don't know, remember if we talked about him on the last show or somebody, maybe like one of the people we talked to, uh, talked to us about him. Really good. He has uh, this, uh, he plays guitar and he plays like a finger style guitar. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And he has this one of hymns that he does in that method uh, or in that, that, you know, that the genre of finger style guitar. And it's, it's tremendous. I really like it. Uh, go check that one out. And then since this is our Psalm 42 episode, I've been listening to a bunch of Psalm 42 uh, songs um, based on it. Your and so I like actually waterfall, just, waterfall. No, not no. that one, Brian. Oh. Good ones. Good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you though for that amazing rendition of waterfall but that one's not on there it didn't make the cut um but i do have a lot of other favorite ones i mean the crown and covenant ones are on there um gregory wilbur Mm. um isn't he the guy who he's he's the godfather of uh he's he's the godfather of the nathan clark george and yes henry hafner group yeah yeah amazing song Mm. i really like that one quite a bit um matthew david montgomery he also has another album uh, which is based on the Psalms for singing uh, hymn book. And he did the, uh, he, uh, that, that's one of the ones on there. So I had to put him in there corner room, which I was singing along in my head. I really like their rendition. Shane and chains, poor Bishop Hooper, the sing team, uh, Sandra McCracken has one. And then uh, Matt, Matt, you know, uh, was listening to that one for our good friend, Justin, and um, had to put that one in there as well. And that, you know, they do a great job with it. Uh, so if you want to check out this playlist, uh, I just kind of threw it together, uh, but there will be a link in the show notes. And I just thought it was kind of fun. I do like Matt. And Matt's, you, I do like Matt and Matt's version yeah. better than Shane and Chains. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they win the uh, first name squared yes. uh, battle of the bands. Uh, <laughs> it's a very small battle, but there are two contestants. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, they win for sure. So uh, this this may be this may be uh, an Easter egg. It's it's like a really large Easter egg. It's like a dinosaur Easter egg. You're, you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna, like a, you're gonna figure this egg. you're gonna figure this really really <laughs> out. Um, so what I've been listening to, uh, I've been listening okay. to I've been listening to Ghost Ship, which is a band that I've not put a lot of I've not listened to a lot of their music. Really liked Ghost Ship. Um, 
Citizens mm-hmm. and Saints, um, which I have known some of, but I hadn't actually listened to like a whole album of theirs. Uh, uh, King's Kaleidoscope, which I'm not, okay. which I'm not the biggest fan of. <laughs> um, the Modern Post, which I am a huge fan of and talked about yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, the Sing Team, um, listening to a lot of them. Uh, they only have mm-hmm. one album or like one EP that only has four original songs that there's on it, but all four yeah. of those are. Ghost Ship is like that too, right? They just have like no, the one album? No, Ghost Ship, well, they have, a, they have three albums, I think, maybe. Do they really? Yeah, they've got at least oh. at least two. Uh, I think. Okay, I oh that's why I was listening on Pandora. Pandora yeah, has one of their albums. Anyway, whatever. Um, and yeah, so all five of those bands have a common denominator, and that common denominator is the goose egg that we will refer to later. Um, I also heard <laughs> a uh, uh, "Surviving the Game" the single that was released by Skillet. Uh, I listened to that because yes, uh, because uh, John Cooper plugged it really heavy in his last his last. It's uh, such a good song. So it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan I, of Skillet the band. Oh, I love Skillet. Um, and I listened to at least half of the album Donda by Kanye. I don't remember exactly when I quit <laughs> listening to it. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. It is. <laughs> it is an interesting. Interesting album. In fact, uh, you know we're we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, okay, so so Donda mm. Chant, which is the first track. If anyone has listened <laughs> to this, it's oh, strange. Yeah, it's, it's so, I've been, so I've been told. <laughs> I've been told that what it is is mo- Kanye's mom's name was Donda. She died when she was fifty-four mm. years old due to complications of plastic oh. surgery. And oh Kanye, Kanye was the one who got her into that lifestyle. He feels guilt over it, which is why this is a mm. black cover, um, just solid black cover album uh-huh. uh, named after his mom. So the Donda oh. chant, it says the word Donda 54 times, which was the age she was when she died. And it's supposed to simulate her heartbeat as she died. Oh. Mm. Does it make sense wow. now? A little bit. But not a lot of that. Yes. Yeah. It, I, I finally feel like I, I do understand somewhat. Yeah. It's very Kanye for sure. It's very Kanye. Yeah. So that's literally all that I know, like all that I have heard about the album. That makes a lot of sense. Makes the, the chant make a little bit more sense, but it's still yes. very much I would say this is a high art album and I don't understand it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We'll save that to the 20th century, yeah. uh, you know, the uh, composer's uh, yes. album. So that's, that's who I've been listening to. Nice. That, that and I introduced, I introduced my kids into the Yellow Submarine. We all live. Oh, my kids love that song. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> all right. Justin, floor is to you. What do you got, man? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, besides, since you reminded me, like, kids' music and stuff, uh, you know, like Coco Melon and uh, Super Simple Songs and all that, that's deeply ingrained in my brain. Um, I've been listening to, of course, the Matts, Matt Squared, um, you know, Matt Boswell, Matt Papa. They released a new album. Uh, They released a single pretty recently called Almost Home. And then they released an album called Almost Home. I think it's the Hymns of Matt Boswell, Matt Papa, Volume Mm 2. 
They're, those guys aren't very creative on their names, but that's okay. <laughs> their, their music makes up for it. But yeah, there's a lot of great songs on that album. I think I've listened to it at, all the way through at least twice. Uh, some of them are like older songs, not necessarily super old, but songs they've that have been in existence, like mm-hmm. True and Better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the True and Better Adam song. Okay. Uh, that, that's a really good one. And uh, so I really enjoyed that. Also, Matt Boswell's church, the Trails Church, they have started making music, and I've been listening to them. They have one, I believe, that's actually an original under the Trails Church name called Jesus Fount of Joy Eternal. Super good song there. Uh, so it's just great to see all the content coming from those guys. And uh, between all that, uh, especially the new Boswell Papa album, I've just been listening to the Sound and Worship playlist a ton. Yeah. Um, I just throw it on, hit shuffle, and let it go. Um, I haven't had quite as much time lately to venture into other new music, um, but hopefully getting back into the swing of things. And uh, once Kaylee starts sleeping a little, a little <laughs> bit more, you know, may have some more time. But that's that's pretty much it for me right now. Yeah. Well, I've I got to say, um, the Psalm 150 made its way onto the um, the Friday release from Spotify mm. for me, and I really was I, I like that one a lot. They've done a really yes. nice job with it. The last verse of that is just outstanding. The way they they build into that end there, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, they did a really nice job with it. Matt, so, Matt, if you're listening, you can come on the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, anytime. Whenever, whenever you get time, you come on. Uh, so, Justin, <laughs> did, did you appreciate the picture, the selfie that I took uh, that I sent you? Oh, yes. Yes. I love Norton Hall Band. I mean, those guys just crank out hymns. I mean, you really can't, like, hate on them at all. Like, if you just literally remake solid old hymns, you know. Plus, you're an alum, alum from them, so... Yep. Pretty pretty cool picture for sure. Yeah, so Southern Seminary has a uh, hotel for guests and for like students that are traveling in for their day terms, but uh, alum can stay there as well for whatever reason. And so we were we were <laughs> driving from St. Louis to uh, to uh, Gatlinburg, and mm-hmm. Louisville kind of fell right in the middle. So we were like, "Hey, cheap hotel!" And it was fantastic. It was, uh, they had like two bunk beds, like two sets of bunk beds. One of the rooms they have oh, like a awesome. they have like a children's library, like a small one for kids to kind of really books. Yeah, it was like it was designed by someone who had kids. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm yeah. yeah. That's I mean you don't see that often. I mean, it, it, kind of a different um, thing too. Like, so is it actually on the campus of Southern yeah. Seminary? They have this like yeah. hotel-y type thing. I mean, what do they call it? Like a legacy center. A the, legacy center. Yeah. Okay. A legacy center is what it's called. And uh, yeah, so any like guest speakers. They come so I guess they, this is your hot they, tip. They the next time you're traveling through Louisville, Kentucky, stay at Southern Seminary's Legacy Hall. Mm. Only if only if you're an alum. If you're an alum. <laughs> if you're an alum. Like I still want to try. Like I want to see what happens. If yeah, you, no kidding. Like or, I know an alum. <laughs> hey, if you schedule like a preview day or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm considering yeah. going to Southern Seminary. Uh, can I stay at your hotel and give it out the next day? I think they're... Maybe you could, I mean... Yeah, maybe you could just even give like a sizable donation and they'd let you stay there. 
I mean, you have to give like a hundred dollar donation to stay there or something. Like that. <laughs> Just their well, price of the room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, That's pretty I'll, good. I'll take a sleeping bag at Norton Hall just to say I did it. Oh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. sounds like a road trip is developing, gents. <laughs> well, a road trip is developing, just not in that direction. Okay. Well, <laughs> man, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. For that's that's a, that one. <laughs> that's a that's a heck of a clue right there. Let's see. <laughs> Well, uh, so that's what we've been listening to. And if you're listening to anything interesting, please do let us know. Uh, you can email us at thereis at balmcast.com. Join our Facebook group, the Sound and Worship Facebook group on Facebook. Or you can also join us on Slack. Um, you cannot go to slack.techreformation.com anymore because somebody forgot to re-up the, um, the domain name and some, some domain sniper <laughs> got it. And so oh, wow. uh, if you want to join us on Slack, just send us an email. There is at balmcast.com and we will make sure that you are added to the workspace and then you can join us uh, and have a great time over on the Balm in Gilead channel. I, I wasn't so, aware of that. That's pretty funny. I just yeah, have a link. It's a late breaking <laughs> development. It happened wow. uh, like a week or two ago. Interesting. Somebody noticed that is. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. we get that straightened out at some point. Yeah, hopefully so. <laughs> or we can just change it to Balm and Gilead, like Slack, balmandgilead.com. It'll be only remaining podcast. Well, you know, uh, there's still a few episodes left of our friends, uh, David and um, Jim, and on their, uh, I can't think today, but their podcast. The lightest form of flogging. uh, Lightest form of flogging, yes. And they were supposed to drop an episode today or Monday. So it looks like it's going to be Monday, I think, because I didn't see anything come come across. But... um, yeah, Tech Reformation is like one of those on again, off again. Like they had this big thing where they released like an episode uh, a couple months back and people were like, yes, finally, it's back. And then they went dark again. So, <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Um, what, what can you do? So, yeah, what can you do? Well, you can turn <laughs> to the news. And it is time to uh, take a little gander. <laughs> Wait, breaking news. I, I can't do a very good <laughs> continental accent. Like, well, I'm not even going to try. So uh, we first turn our attention to the top 100, the hot Christian 100 on Billboard, which we can only see the top 50. But <laughs> good enough, right? Good enough. And <laughs> what would you say is number one? It's not... Lauren Daigle's You Say, believe it or not, 132 weeks at number one. Uh, She was last number one on August 7, actually. Uh, It's also not Ann Wilson's uh, song, My Jesus, which spent four weeks atop the Billboard charts. It's actually Kanye, Kanye West, uh, Hurricane. And he's had the second, second week in a row at number one. This is off, of course, the new Donda album. I'm not sure when they start taking Kanye off of the Christian 
uh, music because I would not be surprised if Jesus is King is actually still pulling more than a lot of other songs, <laughs> but who knows? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, in fact, uh, Kanye is so popular that he is actually 22 of the top 23 songs on the Christian Hot 100. Like every single one of his songs on the album is up there. Uh, in and uh, his the one that's not in the top 23, uh, there are 23 songs on the album to be clear. Uh, the one that's not is uh, I think it's uh, all the way down at place number 28. Ridiculous. Mm. Um, and when it came out, I mean, all 23 were one through 23. I mean, he just ran the whole gamut right there. It reminds me of last Christmas. That's right. Carrie Underwood all of a sudden took over. Uh. Yeah, I remember that. And there were there was a conspiracy theory that no one but us believed because yeah. we started it. That Carrie mm-hmm. Underwood was actually, you know, they kind of sent her in as a ringer to sort of take out, <laughs> you say. But if you remember, you say fell completely off the top 150 during Christmas, but as soon as Christmas was over, it was right back. And you you know what? Um, uh, But she's fallen off again. She was number two uh, while Ann Wilson was at number one. But uh, and I think she maybe went down to number three towards the end. But then like Connie came along and she went all the way down she, off the list. Like you say was off the list, though. She did still have Trumbull. Um, but then uh, this past week, not even that's up there anymore. So everything you is know, just she's reserved away. in spot zero. You know, she's hiding out in spot zero. So what do you think, guys? Like, have we seen the last of you say? I don't. I I don't think we've seen the last of it. I think as soon as the Kanye wave is gone, she'll be right back on top. It's a staple. It's like, yeah. But Ann Wilson had the number one start um, right right above, uh, you know, her for four weeks. That's not, that's not been abnormal. Like uh, when there've been a few songs that have pushed her out for a little bit. Um, but then as soon as the, the new shiny song wears off, you say it goes right back up. I just want to say, if you're listening and you've been in a coma for the last five years, <laughs> we got a lot of explaining to do oh. to explain why Kanye is at the top of the Christian charts. <laughs> but it makes, I mean, don't think we're crazy. Like, it's real. But <laughs> It makes more sense that Kanye is at number one than John Legend. Yes. True. That was yeah. bizarre. That's crazy. Yeah. Christmas <laughs> Christmas albums do a real number on uh, Christian music <laughs> charts because anything Christmas, I guess, according to the Billboard for folks, is automatically a Christian song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, Kanye's got some of that uh, some of that sweet, sweet Donda uh, coming through at number one through twenty through two, <laughs> and uh, but um, yeah. So um, you say maybe you've said that we haven't seen the last of it. Yeah. We talked about <sighs> Ann Wilson. Uh, Ann Wilson, have you heard of this artist before? I have not. I hadn't either, but I looked at the lyrics a little bit earlier. I literally mm-hmm. just glanced at them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's better, like, I'm not saying I love the lyrics, but um, 
that the that you know she mentions the name Jesus, which is already like a a big step ahead oh, of a yeah. lot of CCM. <laughs> so I mean, at least we know who she's singing about. That's a that's a pretty that is true. Pretty good. When when I look at this title, and, and I did I did listen to the first verse and chorus, um, and I didn't I didn't I did not pick this up with the lyrics. But when I just look at the title in a vacuum, it makes me mm-hmm. think of the dinner scene from Talladega Nights. Um, you know, my my Jesus wears a tuxedo t-shirt because he's yeah, like kind of like your own idea of Jesus sort of thing. Yeah, and so so this idea of my Jesus versus versus your Jesus. Uh, gotcha. Mm, yeah, and so you, you I don't know, I don't love the title, but I did. As I said, I didn't I didn't gather that from the from the actual lyrics. Just from the title, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it it, it actually almost has a, a little bit. I wonder if she's borrowing kind of you say type stuff, like you say that I'm, mm. you know, this and that and blah blah blah. But you say this or whatever. But you know, she starts out with, "Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy?" Like that feels mm. to me very much like a Lauren Daigle type song right there. Uh, yeah, and then let me tell you about my Jesus. Um, Anyway, mm-hmm. interesting song. She's only 19 years old, actually. Uh, she was, quote unquote, discovered her uh, very tragically. Actually, her brother died um, oh. and she kind of sat down at the piano and played a Hillsong song um, mm. or Bethel song, one of those. And she ended up um, she played it for her brother's funeral. But then she also made a YouTube video of herself just sitting at the piano and playing it. And I don't know, some Nashville person was like, we got to sign this girl. And they did. She was like 15 at the time. And now she's 19 and has released her first album and it went straight to number one. So, I mean, great for her, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But do you think she's going to recapture number one? Is she going to be our new mm-hmm. Lauren Daigle? Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. I'm going to guess no. I just I don't know. Daigle's strong in, in that in that list. She's just I don't know. Who knows? It's like we're speculating on uh, futures or uh, stocks yeah. or something. This is so, great. Yeah. <laughs> one one thing that Ann, that Ann Wilson has for her is, and that was a country western song. Uh, she yes, is. It was. She is country. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you yeah. can if you can cross over into the to the national country scene. She could roll the mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll say there's going to be a lot of subdivision moms listening to this <laughs> on the way to Chick-fil-A with their kids. <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to happen. That is, especially in Franklin, Tennessee. Yes. We should, we should, we should get Henry on the phone and see what he says. Yeah, we definitely should. I'm very curious what he makes of this song. Uh, but, it, I mean, it's not horrible. Like, I don't, I don't think any... I mean, I would... Not want to say yeah. that these songs are terrible, terrible, but I, I haven't like deep done a deep dive into the lyrics or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it definitely hits that country vibe, and you're absolutely right, <laughs> <laughs> man, Justin. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're, we can be sure about that. Yeah, Jemerson, if you could maybe <laughs> keep tabs on how many people come in with that song on the radio. <laughs> That would be great. Like, or and also, please do alert us if it if it really makes the ultimate crossover. Mm-hmm. 
And the you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. The, 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 the Muzak, Chick-fil-A Muzak. Exactly. Is it? Mm. They have not updated that in years. So oh, they, okay. it's really you good. You say it's not even on there. You say it's not on there. There's no Zach Williams on it. Like it's, what? it's yeah, there's no Zach mm. Williams on it. Um, and they call themselves Christians. And they call themselves a Christian. Uh. A Christian chicken. Um, no, they, they, have not, they have not updated the music. You know, it does make me wonder um, which more which is more Christian, uh, Chick Fil A or churches? I've thought of this. Mm. See, one of them Mm -hmm. is churches chicken. Oh, and I've actually made the I've made the joke of you know people call us Chicken Church, and there is an actual chicken (laughs) restaurant named Church. (laughs) Yeah, it's right in the name. Uh, Chick Fil A. I don't know what you're doing, but update your Muzak, please. Uh, if you're listening, uh, whatever your CEO is, I can't remember at the moment. Um, Dan Kathy. Dan Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it's still in the Kathy family. Oh yeah. Perfect. Oh yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure that Dan Kathy's son is like already slated. Perfect. I think Andrew Love Kathy. It. I think is his name. Andrew, if you're listening, when you <laughs> you know kind of take over. This could be your your signature is to update the Muzak. That'd be great. Thanks. Just in general, just anyway. Just the, the bomb salter. She's the bomb salter, yes. Just, <laughs> just update it. I'm tired of listening to the same like 14 songs over and over again. <laughs> but I have to listen well, to, to Matthew West Muzak one more day. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to snap. <laughs> okay. Consider this a request from the heart, Dan. Yes. And uh, call in. We'll have you on. We can talk all about it. (laughs) So uh, did you all know that there is a documentary coming out about the rise of, maybe not the fall, but the rise (laughs) of CCM? I have not. You listed this in here, and this is the first I'm reading about it. Yeah, it's called The Jesus Music. And Amy Grant is... She seems to have like an outsized role in this, which immediately, I mean, rockets to the top of my family's. Because your uh, first name is kind of like your last name. <laughs> that joke never oh, gets old, wow. man. Never. <laughs> That's that goes way back. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I've said that since <laughs> Justin's been on here. Well, uh, you <laughs> have once because I was talking about how Amy Grant was messing up my 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 Spotify playlist. Yeah. Mm. because I, I refuse to follow her like refuse even though my family loves her <laughs> in fact i've Shame had on her. i fielded several requests to play amy grant uh just this week um christmas albums and um what i've discovered is i can just play them on our uploaded music on google so that it doesn't count against my <laughs> spotify stats so smart keep thinking pure smart thank thinking. you thank you it's nice right there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is not about Amy Grant. It's really about this uh, documentary called the, uh, the Jesus Music. Did you all see the, the trailer at all? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. I mean, check it out. It's really interesting. I mean, I, I'm curious to find out. They talked to a bunch of people like um, uh, Amy Grant, obviously. Um, uh, Lecrae is in there. Matthew West, I believe. Smitty. Um, Michael W. Smith. Oh yeah, of course. I pro. I, I mean, S- Stephen Curtis Chapman. I can't remember if he's in there or not, but I, I don't know. Just like 
a real list of who's who in 90s CCM is, mm. and Lecrae, I guess, is newer, but Kirk Franklin is Ooh, in there. Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Wow. So he's, he's um, been like all kinds of people. Kirk Franklin, he's been working, he's done at least one song with For King and Country recently. And it's like, what? Has Kirk Franklin? Really? Yeah, I've heard his name recently. And it's like, man, that throws me way back. Yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. I, uh, I, I, I do like two of his songs. Um, now behold the lamb and my world needs you. Um, I will say, uh, I like gospel music, but it's not always like the best, um, theologically most orthodox, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Um, and I will die on that hill, that Mars hill. (laughs) Anyway, another (laughs) drop. You will fall with that Mars hill. (laughs) <laughs> anyway are you guys gonna go see it i will not go and see it but i might check it out if it, it's red box but i might also red have box. to uh i still haven't seen spirit and truth even though i own it because uh <laughs> i lent it out to a friend before i watched it and he has to give it. so that's awesome so Joel, if you're I- listening i'd like my movie back <laughs> mine is I just bought it on Vimeo and I still haven't watched it I, I bought both of them about a year ago and I have been dying to watch them but like it's one of those things where I promised to watch it with Lindsay and the two older kids and there's not been a good time to sit down and watch it mostly because we've been going through Mandalorian which we just finished so maybe tomorrow would be a good night for it maybe anyway. so. we did watch Calvinist with the family Ah, see I still haven't watched that one either and I bought that one before I bought Spirit and Truth. So, so here's what. Anyway. So Grant, here's what you and I need to do. I'm just throwing this out there. Grant, right. you need to purchase a hard copy of Calvinist. I will purchase a hard copy of Spirit and Truth. We will both mail these movies to Justin. <laughs> and then he can hey, I'll watch take it. Him. That's like and then that's like the old school Netflix. And then we need to do. Uh, we need. We need. And, and I'm not not loaning it. We're giving it. It's a gift, bud. And. Mm. then uh, we will watch these movies independently and do a full episode. I, I would like to do that, at least for Spirit and Truth. I yeah, mean, because that has directly needs, yeah. to do with worship. Absolutely. So, That'd be cool. And plus, I mean, the the podcast that gave birth to some of this, the uh, lightest form of flogging, did also cover Spirit and Truth. Um, mm. also, which really moved the needle for Jim. Also, the podcast that... Uh, spawned all of this was the reformed podcast, which was truth. So <laughs> that's true. So the, we have all the reasons that you all could possibly imagine to review that. Anyway, uh, this is uh, done. The Jesus music uh, documentary is done by the same folks who did the Hillsong documentary. Oh, yeah. I forget what that's called. I didn't watch I never that watched one. it, but I always wanted to. I read like, I read Calvinist Batman's live tweet stream on it. That was all I needed. Oh, did you? Oh, man, uh-huh. that must have been amazing. He's like, and now they're yeah. breakdancing. Oh, yeah. So we should watch that one back to back with Spirit and Truth. I, I, I don't Ooh. mind watching Jesus music back to back with Spirit and Truth, but not the Hillsong. The Hillsong song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just curious. But anyway, <laughs> I, I am really curious to see this movie. I would like to see it. 
Um, it has me intrigued. I want to yep. know what the roots of, or at least how they trace the roots of it. They trace it all the way back to Costa Mesa, California, a Calvary Chapel out there. And that is apparently where CCM was born. Um, but, you know, I refuse to uh, make any determination before I have the chance to examine the facts for myself. And you should too. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in other big news, speaking of Hillsong, uh, Brian Houston is stepping down. Did you y'all hear that uh he he was he's been in some kind of trouble like okay so i'm not like a big fan of brian houston but i will say that this whole thing feels like a bit of a witch hunt but uh he apparently back in the 70s covered for his dad who is doing some not nice things and um they are now like investigating brian houston for like running interference for his dad or something like that back in the seventies. And, um, you know what he, his dad apparently did was definitely not, you know, right. But I will say just the whole thing does feel like a witch hunt to me. And I don't know. I don't know. But in any case, he's stepping down. He is not giving up his title of global senior pastor. He's going to still be that. But do you think that, Stepping down while retaining that is really going to have any effect on Hillsong, or are they going to kind of carry on as usual? I, I think I think they'll carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, their 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 followers are so loyal. Like, I mean, you know, if you talk to somebody that loves Hillsong, mm-hmm. uh, they're likely going to keep loving Hillsong. Unfortunately, here's but I mean, yeah. Here's the real provocation. If he stay, if he doesn't rise back up, what are the? How long will it take for uh, for Justin Bieber to become the global senior pastor? Hey, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, we got Kanye in the top one hundred. You know, whatever at this point. So wait a minute here. Like, if Justin Bieber becomes global senior pastor, do you think he's going to be? Pulling a uh, elevation worship. What is that guy's name? Stephen Furtick. Furtick. Stephen Furtick. Is he going to pull a Furtick and like put his name on every single songwriting credit? Probably. He truly does. Like, just go to CCLI. That's that's the truth. <laughs> you, you know that he that's is crazy. not getting one of those co-writing sessions. He just gets a, it's part of his contract. <laughs> he has to have his name on there. Oh my Get word! The royalties. Yeah. My gosh. So anyway, I'm not a fan of them either. So anyway. I, I haven't even done any follow up on the whole Justin Bieber pastor of New York church. I know that he was wanting. I was. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't, I don't put it past Hillsong New York to put him into a pastoral role just because his name is in the hat because he's chosen. But I don't, I don't, I haven't followed mm-hmm. up on that one. Yeah, in the hat is a very accurate description. I would say he's going for the, the for the bishop of New York, um, but Brian Houston is still the pope of Hillsong yeah, for so. now. <laughs> for now, but all popes die. That's true. Uh, I can't wait to see. You know, I mean, when Hillsong, uh, the various bishops gather and they, you know, have. Um, uh, a white fog machine smoke kind of emanate from the church there <laughs> to indicate that they've elected new Pope. Yes. Um, so we have mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. you know, at some point though, I'm not wishing Brian any harm, but um, you just never know. But you know, sometimes mm-hmm. pastors don't die. They just fall. 
Mm. Wow. Wow. You know, everyone wow. knows exactly what we're talking about. It's like, come on, guys. Come on. We figured it out. We figured it out at the very beginning of this episode. Sometimes they rise, sometimes they fall. Yes. These people aren't living on Mars. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is a good hill to die on, though. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> a good, good, uh, a good Mars Hill song to die on. Uh, so, mm. um, very Mars. exciting news. Good news. Uh, Salo's album Philippians, Woo-hoo. which I spelled incorrectly in the show doc, Man. drops in October. The Philippines we finally have a date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Phil- <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I, I need an extra P in there. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's beside the point. That's not for you, the listener. Uh, you can't see the show doc, <laughs> but I'm going to put it there because I'll probably copy and paste it into the WordPress doc. Anyway, um, so uh, this is very exciting. I've been looking forward to it. I literally have been checking at least every week to find out if it's there yet. It has not been. It was supposed to be in August. August stretched into se- September. Solo's website updated to say late summer. And uh, I checked today and it's October. So... There's not like a specific date in October, so I'm still a little bit worried, but I'm really excited mm. that there hey. is a date of October. It's fine. It's going to be the best Christmas gift we get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they should do it on Reformation Day. That'd that, be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're waiting for that. Maybe that was the whole thing behind this. Anyway, yeah. Call us Cody Curtis. We'd love to talk to you again. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, you guys looking forward to Solos? Yeah, I'm always, I always look yeah. forward to it, Solos album. We should mm-hmm. we should have like a listening party. I don't know how that would work, but it would be fun. That would be cool. So, uh, and then uh, kind of last news item. Uh, Y'all know Spencer Parsons. He's on the Slack. I haven't been around a ton on Slack, but Brian, I noticed that you uh, got a reply in there. So that's exciting. Um, I think it might've been a little bit ago, but uh, he has this first proof of concept track and he's like putting the book of Proverbs to EDM style music. And mm. it's actually, I thought it was pretty cool. You can check it out on the Ball Gilead channel and the tech reformation Slack workspace. But you have to do that by sending us an email at there is at balmcast.com. Anyway, I, I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to listen to this track. It is very different. It is, uh, as uh, Spencer himself said, it is not, quote, for everyone. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I can see that, but it is really uh, interesting. So I, I'm excited to hear more um, and curious what else he has up his sleeve. It kind of reminded me, in, in a way, of uh, street of uh, streetlights. Um, yes. Mm. Are you familiar with streetlights, Justin? Um, well, I mean, my mama told me when the streetlights come on, it's time to come inside. But <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. It's not that kind. No, um, they're a group that <laughs> they they take the the New Living Translation music and almost do like a spoken word performance piece. Uh, it's got mm-hmm. um, like R and B rap by background music. It's just they just mm-hmm. are reading the scripture. It's actually really mm-hmm. cool um, because yeah. the yeah. I think the music helps your mind stay focused on it. It's not dry. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have preferred a different translation, but yes, it's, 
<laughs> the message. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Shots fired. I was, I was really hoping for the passion translation. Mm, Please. Even better. <laughs> sure to increase the playtime by 50%. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So no, anyway. it was it was cool. I, I I I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it was it was it was pleasant. Yeah, I'm curious to hear more. I'd like to hear what a whole album like that sounds like, and especially, mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine you're gonna like have this whole album and you're going to DJ it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like a no gaps kind of like one hour type playtime. Anyway, should be cool. Yeah, Check it I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I personally love like when I'm not listening to worship music. Mm-hmm. If I need to just turn something on in the background that like you know that's meaningless, and, mm-hmm. and this would not be. But like I love some good clean EDM. Just knowing what goes into making it, uh, it's really an interesting process. But for someone like Spencer to put proverbs to EDM, that's pretty cool. Um, I I really would like to check that out. Yeah, he did uh, Proverbs ten. Uh, so I uh, forget not your father's instruction, something like that. Um, I'd have oh. to look it up again, but yeah, do check it out. Um, it's really interesting. Like you said, like I like EDM too, um, mm-hmm. but finding music that is, you know, fairly clean, doesn't mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about uh, subjects that, you know, I don't want to, um, you know, put into my head. It yep. can be difficult, but where it's a scripture, I think that's a fantastic way um, too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Well, that's the news from Lake Wobegon. <laughs> and that's the um, news. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got? I mean, we have a brand new season ahead of us here yeah. and oh, yeah. I'm we, excited to find out what we are thinking about for what's coming up. Yeah. So we didn't even say this earlier. This is episode one of season four of the Bob Gilead podcast. Completely forgot Welcome to mention that. To Welcome season four. Not only is this season four, it is the first episode of book two of the Psalter. Uh, we finished book one of the Psalter on the last episode. Um, so season zero, which was a thing, uh, was kind of laying the foundation for this podcast. In seasons one, two, and three, we kind of constructed the walls of uh, of kind of our building. Uh, using a metaphor there uh, where we it was a great metaphor it was where we we uh, kind of built this this structure of you know how we review music so now we're, we're done with, with that and so we get to just kind of have fun uh, we are kind of kind of like playing in a sandbox you know right now we have our filter and and our kind of you know, what we use to to look at music but now we can actually really just look at the music um, so we have several concepts. These are just some ideas that we threw together um, of things that we could talk about moving forward. This isn't necessarily all going to be season four. So this is kind of season four and beyond. Uh, Bombcast okay. 2.0, if you will. Um, so one of the things that we would like to do is we would like to have... <laughs> Bombcast 2.0. Moving out into deeper oceans. Yes, it's going to happen. <laughs> it is. Um, That's absolutely subtitle, subtitle deeper oceans. Um, one of the things that we would really like to do, and this is for anyone who's listening, as this is to you, 
we would like to have friends on the show. We would like to do episodes, not necessarily interviews, but just having people on. Uh, if this is something that you are interested in doing, if you have an idea, if you, uh, if you have been listening to this podcast and you're like, I really think you guys should talk about this. Don't just send us an email saying, I think you should talk about this. Send us an email saying, I would like to come on and talk about this. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, Especially if you're one of those people who are shouting at your iPod the yes. whole time. Yeah. Mm, uh, we, we want your voice. We do. We, we've already reached <laughs> out to a few people. We've got, uh, we've got some people that are interested. Uh, and uh, we plan on getting those ideas on the schedule soon. Uh, I'll, I'll keep names uh, secret so that the guys at the lettuce from the flogging don't get jealous. Um, by the way, some of them are the guys at the lights from the flogging. Um, <laughs> I'll keep their names secret, though. Okay. So that Jim and David don't get mad at us. Yeah, that'd be terrible. That would. So, uh, so there's so that's some of the stuff that we want. Uh, we've already run into a few scheduling conflicts uh, with some people that are interested in being on. Uh, one of which is 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 uh, Jesse Roberts. Can it be the guy from the Pallet Depot? No, it won't be him. Okay. No, not gonna be. All right. Uh, Jesse Roberts. I'm Jesse sorry. Jesse Roberts. Yes. So Jesse Roberts, we're we're trying to get him on the schedule. Uh, he's got a non-traditional schedule, and I have a non-traditional schedule. But everyone else at the Bomb and Gilead has a traditional schedule. So we're trying to whatever that means. Whatever that means. So we're trying to to, to nail down a time to have him on so that we can yeah. So that we can do something else that we want to do, which is full album reviews, where we take okay. every song on an album and just look at it, look at the lyrics, kind of talk about what the theology is in the entire album, what uh, good things about it, bad things about it, fun things about it. Uh, we're gonna have Jesse on. We're gonna talk about Foreign Made, which, okay. by the way, he sent me a uh, a chord chart for every song uh, this past really? week. Yeah, so I had I had fun jamming out to some foreign made uh, earlier this afternoon. So that's so cool. Um, so yeah, so we really look forward to that. So hopefully, hopefully at least two of us will be able to make it to that one. Um, but regardless, he will be on at some point in the future, COVID free. Um, Yay! And uh, so uh, also talking about this idea of full album reviews. Uh, there are five specific albums, maybe four. One of them I'm, I'm on the about. So four to five no, specific albums that we will be reviewing that all have a common theme, and that is that they are uh, they were songs written during the rise of Marcel. Oh, mm. everything's like coming together now. Yes. There's like this podcast from <laughs> Christianity Today. I don't know if you guys have even heard of it, mm. <laughs> but it's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where yeah, they're chronicling the rise and fall of Mars Hill. So the rise and fall of Mars Hill as a podcast, which this is something that's interesting. They're trying to label, uh, you know, that they're doing their best to, to label Mark Driscoll as a false teacher, 
uh, as you know, someone who's not maybe even a Christian or whatnot. But it's put out by Christianity Today, which is all liberal Christians who don't actually believe the Bible. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like the the pot calling the kettle black in a lot of ways. Um, but one of the things that I really wanted to do uh, was I wanted to I wanted to look at these songs that were written during the height of Mars Hill, and, and not necessarily with the uh, with a presupposition that they are great and that everything there was was great. But these are these are albums that I've known for a long time. These are songs that I've known that have sung for years. Uh, in, a, in a lot of cases, and mm-hmm. um, and they are great. They are they are fantastic songs, and I want to point out the theology that is solid in these songs to show necessarily that um, that this church was was thriving in the covenant. Was was Mark Driscoll like a crazy person the whole time? You know, in it for the money and and doing stuff that was self-motivated that eventually led to the church's fall. Yeah, probably, but he wasn't preaching heresy and he wasn't, uh, he wasn't creating a church where heretics could thrive easily. Um, and there's something to be said about that. So this isn't necessarily to defend Mark Driscoll. This is to defend Mars Hill. Because we're not doing that. Because we're not doing that. So, okay. so Mars Hill, Mark Driscoll, they're kind of being dragged in the mud right now. Um, and we wanted to do something that was kind of a defense of, of, the, of the church, um, specifically the theology. And so I wanted to do a chronicalization. Some of the theology. Some of the theology. Yeah. Um, and the music. I wanted, <laughs> so Bethel. They have very shallow music, and it's designed to pass the sneeze test so that you can listen to it and think, oh, this is really cool music. I'm going to do more research into the church. Um, I wanted to show kind of what was going on at Mars Hill, um, and it was a very different, very different uh, motivation. Uh, it was a motivation for the love of the gospel, uh, at least by these bands. Um, so we're going to look at uh, an album by Ghost Ship, an album by Citizens and Saints, an album by the Modern Post, uh, which uh, for those playing at home, Modern Post, it was a lot of the songs written by Dustin Kinsrew, who is no longer uh, a Christian. Um, uh, fairly well. Fairly well. But uh, we named the Kinsrew after him. And <laughs> and we will talk about kind of what uh, we've, we've made vague comments about the good theology in his music. We're going to get into the, the, the nitty gritty of it. Uh, the Sing Team. Uh, and uh, King's Kaleidoscope, we may or may not do an episode on them. Um, so, uh, I, I kind of classify most of their music as type two. Uh, I'm sure they'd play their music in the church, but they were my least favorite of, of those. There's a few other bands that were involved in, in Mars Hill, uh, but they don't have a, there's not a ton of music that uh, they released that was original. A lot of it was their versions of hymns. Um, some other things. And a lot of it either came out way before or way after uh, the kind of the, the height. So we're just going to look at those particular bands. Okay. And, and if you're part of one of those bands and want to yes. come on the show and talk about it. Absolutely. Just, uh, send us an email. 
send us an email. So if you're listening, Dustin, we'll even take you. Yeah. Um, and we may or may not email some of you to ask. So, okay. You know, that comment about Christianity today, um, calling, uh, you know, calling out Mars Hill, uh, the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, that's just real irony right there. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So um, it was interesting that the, the person, they didn't necessarily use that joke or that pun, but um, the person who I heard actually kind of call Christianity Day out was uh, Summer Yeager on Sheologians, who oh, yeah? may or may not be coming on the show early what? next year. What? So, woo, woo, woo. Um, hopefully that will fall awesome. through because I just announced that. Um, <laughs> so, some other things that um, that we want to look at. Uh, artist discography reviews. Um, this is an idea that my wife had that I think is really interesting. Ta- looking at... Hey, she should come back on and tell absolutely. us Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at an artist... And, and like the, the career of the artist. So uh-huh. uh, like one of the albums that I think that we should review is, is uh, Interrobang. Um, but it might okay. be cool to look at, um, you know, a, more than one Switchfoot album, you know, just kind of look at like what, yeah. what was the, the progression of their theology or what's the progression of their message. Um, but also a, an interesting one would be Newsboys. Because Newsboys as a band has changed quite a bit. Yeah, like, they, they don't have any original members. So their first album and their, their current album don't have any of the same members. Um, and so that's kind of an interesting idea. Also, uh, some interesting, an interesting band would be uh, Hillsong. So looking at early Hillsong, you know, Ocean's era Hillsong and today. So kind of saying like, what is the, how does theology shape uh, a kind of the trend? Is Across a, like all their different. Um, yeah. I mean, we might just focus on like iterations. We might focus on United and worship. Those are, I think they're two mm-hmm. big ones. Young and free is young and free. So it's weird. They let it fly. <laughs> Every Friday night. It's, Every Friday night. <laughs> I'm going to get my church clothes on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> something else I'd like to do is I would like to do some episodes on kind of deeper theological matters. Um, a lot oh. of this is kind of like personal journey stuff. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the episode doing one on covenant theology, uh, mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. on infant baptism versus uh, believer's baptism. Uh, that's kind of the one that everyone goes to, but just covenant theology in general. Um, and how, how does covenant theology shape your worship? How does Mm -hmm. the way that you view God and your relationship with God and your standing before God, how does that shape how you interact with God in worship? And, uh, and I think that could be a really good episode. Um, yeah. Also, I'd, I'd like to do an episode on, uh, my personal journey with my extended family. Um, and how that has shaped my my beliefs, um, mm-hmm. especially my beliefs in family, 
uh, and mm-hmm. family and worship and even my standing before God. Um, it's been a big part of my personal journey and I've, I have put off talking about it, but I'd like to do that. Um, and I also invite you guys to talk about whatever's going on with you guys. Um, and finally I have on this list, uh, common counterfeit theology. I made a comment earlier, I think in either season two or season three, um, that about the dollar bill, like the, or the money, yeah. how, how bankers study the real money so that they can catch counterfeits a little easier. And that's what we've been doing. That's kind of, but especially seasons two and three, we're all about, um, but I, I kind of moving forward, I'd like to do a few episodes at least on uh, common counterfeits. So Justin, you did some stuff on this one on your podcast as well. I'm uh, just kind of looking at uh, mm-hmm. specific teachings at, at specific churches so that we can kind of keep our eyes open for it and how it's, how it's in play mm-hmm. in uh, modern music and how we can uh, kind of how we can defend against it. Yeah. And we should break through into that for sure. Whoa, 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 whoa shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> My chains are breaking. <laughs> I was going to just say, that sounds like a real chain breaker yeah. of an episode right there. <laughs> yeah, I was listening, I was listening cool. to one of those Mars Hill songs, and it's like the second verse said, My chains are broken. And I'm like, oh. That was probably like one of the early, early, early ones. I'm listening to old music. Mm-hmm. It's a go-to for some reason. I, I don't, I, I don't get it really. It's like, it's just really caught on. It's like, it's like there should be like a chain-breaking doctrine that these <laughs> churches are yeah. teaching. Strange. That and the fear stuff, like the fear over love, like the fear yes. and love um, continuum from Donnie Darko. The chain-breaking of fear. Yes. Yeah. I've seen a lot about walls coming down walls too. Coming that down. might be something oh, you're looking yeah. to. Walls uh, coming down, man. I was just like, you, man. you can't forget facing giants. Just like Jericho. Yeah. Facing giants, I feel like that was like early 2000s era. Yeah. <laughs> we, we already did that. Now yeah. it's all about breaking chains and tearing down walls, which ironically mm-hmm. reminds me very much of the. Um, Promise Keepers conventions I was going to back in like the n- late 90s would have <laughs> um, images reminiscent of, of that very thing. <laughs> and the power team, do you remember them? Oh, yeah. When they yes. can read the fun book. <laughs> they were breaking chains. Literally. Yeah, they were. <laughs> that's meme worthy right there. That, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish that there were, yeah, more power team. Uh, yeah, we need to make some power team memes. I think that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty good. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we, uh, I mean, that pretty much brings us to the end of uh, what we're, what we have to talk to, uh, talk with you about tonight. But please, if you are out there screaming at your iPod on the regular when you listen to our podcast, you need to come on and share those thoughts with everybody else who's listening. Yes. Uh, we want, do we that want that. By, yeah. I mean, within reason. Uh, but mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we want to hear uh, what you have to say. We'd love to have you on. 
uh, just hit us up at there is at balmcast.com and uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah. And if you don't hear from us, <laughs> maybe your idea wasn't very good. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Mm. That's, that's no, not if, what we're saying. If you don't hear from us, it probably means that one of us is in the hospital and the other two are flying. <laughs> probably what it means. It, 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 it means that Justin is tending to his baby girl and yeah. that Brian is tending to his pregnant wife and that Grant mm. is, you know, exhausted from another day of um, a cushy corporate job. And uh, <laughs> there, there's just no one to take your call at that moment. That's probably, that's probably more mm-hmm. accurate. <laughs> we will, we yeah. will, we will respond to all emails unless we forget. And if we forget, <laughs> just hit us up again. Yeah, just write us again. There's no shame in that. We don't yeah. take offense. We don't. Mm-hmm. We just take embarrassment because we are embarrassed. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah. Good show tonight. It was a good show great, tonight. Great hearing from you all again, first of all. Great to see you again virtually. Although, at the moment, both your videos have gone dark. It's all right. I don't know why. Mm, both yours are dark on my end. <laughs> um, Duo can only handle so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we are at the end of an episode, beginning of a new era, and we, similar to previous episodes where we get to the end and we realize, hey, we don't have uh, a sign-off line. Um, tonight, we don't have a sign-off line because we're not sure what our sign-off line is going to be moving forward, but we do know that it's not going to be a line from him. So that's a decision that we made earlier tonight. Uh, book one of the Psalter, we, we signed off with a hymn. Um, but we decided that we are very quickly going to run out of decent hymns. And we are just <laughs> going to save, save ourselves the trouble of trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Because you don't deserve You don't deserve the bottom of the barrel. You deserve the cream of the crop. And mm. currently, we're still trying to milk the cow. So... Um, we will, we will come up with something better on the next episode. But yeah, for now, this, this exit has been great. Okay, this exit, <laughs> this exit will be what it is, and <laughs> it's coming into a crashing halt. <laughs> this is amazing. And as such, <laughs> thank you for so, enduring. <laughs> have, a uh, night. have a fantastic. We love you best. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Whenever you're listening. So with that. My weapon is a melody. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it needs to be something more breaking chains, Breaking Justin. chains, mm. yes. Come on. Tear down those walls. Yes. Tear, down, tear down the walls with the weapon of a melody that is a chain breaking. <laughs> mm. Yes. Okay. That one takes the cake right there. Absolutely. Excellent, Excellent work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there is a bomb.
Thank you for listening to the Balm and Gilead podcast. We love hearing from you, so email us at thereis at balmcast.com. We are a part of the Tech Reformation family of podcasts, and you can discuss our show and much more at slack.techreformation.com. We'll see you there. If you enjoyed the Balm and Gilead podcast, please encourage others to listen. We value your feedback. So rate, review, and recommend the show in your podcast app of choice. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Balm in Gilead podcast. I guess that's the ending. That's the ending. <laughs> that's, that's awesome ending. <laughs>